Welcome to Highway Christian Community Sermon Downloads. For more sermons, please visit our website. We know you will be blessed as you listen. Take care and God bless. Right around the world, it was translated into 73 different languages. It was in all sorts of different cultures. And every culture seemed to understand it. What was it about friends that caught the imagination of people? Anyone want to hazard a guess? Belonging is a good word. What else? Living life together. Doing life together. Anything else? There's this inbuilt sense in all of us to have a place where we belong, where people know us, and where we can journey life together. It's deep inside of us. No matter from what walk of life you're from, or what culture you're in, you will grow up with a longing to belong and to be part. And it's funny, people try to find this in all sorts of weights of life. And you will find that in your life, as is mine, and it's my journey too, that there are times when I'm deeply in community, and then there are times I find myself outside of community. Anyone been there? And then there's a, something happens in our lives and then it brings us back to community. But there's always, there's this return from community. Sometimes we go out of it, often pain or hurt. We'll talk about that in a moment. And then we come back and we find the solace of community. I've had the joy of meeting with a bunch of people for the last three and a half years. We've met every month just about and we have shared life together and it's a joy. The great test of a community is at 3 o'clock in the morning when, you, when you've done something crazy, who's going to come and get you out of jail? By the way, the great test, a, a good friend comes and gets you out of jail. Your best friend is in jail with you. That's the test right there. So before we get into community, we have to start with the end in mind. What was all of this thing called creation really all about? Well, in Genesis 1.28, it starts with the very genesis of uh, creation, and it says that God says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then he says to mankind, he creates something, he says, I want you to be fruitful, reproduce, and grow out throughout the whole world and subdue it. And the God's, God's biggest passion was that the whole world would be filled with the glory of God. And who is the glory of God? Turn to the person next to you and say, the glory of God, right there. And the whole purpose of growing up is that we become more and more like Christ. And the glory of God becomes greater and greater and greater. love this quote. It's a quote of my life. One day someone will write it on my tombstone. The glory of God is seen greatest in a man fully alive. Glory of God is seen greatest in a man fully alive. So let's, let's, I've got 20 minutes. So let's, quit, let's quickly put some foundations down. And then next week I'll build on these foundations. So firstly, I want to deal with some misconceptions. If I say the name God, is it plural or is it singular? Anyone? Plural or singular? But yet, if, I'm, if you're honest, you'll probably think, when you think about God, of Father Christmas sitting on a throne. Because that's what most people think when you say God, right? If you were going to poll most people, it's Father Christmas sitting on a throne with Pepsi-Cola around the side. Or Coca-Cola, I think but actually, before the beginning of creation, there was a God community. A God community. Three 
people, John chapter 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was God, the Word was with God. And then in Genesis 1, right through creation, it says that God spoke and the Holy Spirit was around the surface of the air. So there's this wonderful team play happening between the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. There's this community. So when we talk about God, it's which one are you talking to? I always explain to people that God is like the surname, just like Betts. Betts is a surname, but there are a lot of us. God is a surname. God, it's the God community. Now, right at the beginning of creation is this community, and then this community decides it's going to build another community because communities reproduce communities. Genesis 1.28, the whole community brings forth creation. And we're going to talk about why we need community in our lives. Why we need to have people in our lives. Why we need to be committed to a, commi- to a community. Because creation comes out of community. Things get created out of community. Isn't that exciting? Very few things happen on its own. I love this thing in Philippians 2. which is a great picture of how this community works. Where Jesus says, I did not consider equality with God, something to be grasped, but made myself a little lower, and he decides to go on a mission, so the community has a mission, and the mission is to go and save the world, and so Jesus volunteers and says, okay, I'm going to give up all of the position or authority that I have for a while, I'm going to come down to earth, and so there's this lovely interplay where he spends time with the Father, and then he does the mission, and then the next part of it is he's on the mountain, and he says, I've got to go, but the next part of the team is coming the Holy Spirit will be with you and will teach you all that you need. Do you see how this interplay of community works? Do you see how you can't be on your own and accomplish great things? You have to be in a community. It's DNA. It's inside you. We see this wonderful uh, pattern of submission, of synergy, of unique roles, each one not trying to be like the other one, of sacrificial love. And then as we look through the Bible, we start to see an emerging picture of how God wants to uh, fashion us and make us more like Him. And right at the center of the Bible is family. You can't really go anywhere in the Bible without finding a family. And that family then turns into a clan, and that clan turns into a tribe. You see the word Scottish people in the Bible. And that tribe, yeah, it's just to help the Scots out. It's not true. Um, families turn into clans, clans into tribes, and then tribes become nations, and nations take over the world. And the glory of God comes down, and we all live happily ever after. But there's this pattern. The pattern is, is that we were created by a community to be in a community, and that community is to reproduce and fill the earth and see the glory of God come. You see how the pattern works. But we have to be submitted to the pattern that we see in Scripture in order to see those great things start to take place within us. So the Jewish system is full of families. In fact, every culture on the earth that you can look at has family and community right at the heart of it. Can you think of any culture that does nothing with community? Where did that come from? Because every single person has the God DNA inside of them. So I want to ask you two questions. I asked these two questions in 2013. We did a talk on discipleship right here. 
and I asked you these two questions, I'm going to ask you the same two questions. First question, what is the fruit of an apple tree? Put your hands up if you think it's an apple. Now, you know it's a trick question, but just be honest. Who thought apple first? Yeah, you all did, I know. So the fruit of an apple tree is not an apple, although we used to think that. The fruit of an apple tree is an orchard. Isn't it? The mechanism is the apple. But the result, the reason you have apples, is so you can have an orchard. And yet I spent most of my life as a minister leading churches trying to put more apples on my tree. Completely missed the point. So what's the fruit of a family? No, it's not an orchard. The success of a good parent is that he sits on a park bench with his wife and all the kids have left. That's the success. That's when you succeeded. Because you've done what is in the very heart, in the DNA of the Bible. Which is this. Unite. Reproduce. Mature. And release. It's right. It's in the DNA of every single living creature. It's in the DNA of nature itself. It is a God DNA that he brings two together. In unity, they reproduce, they mature those that they reproduce with, and then they release for them to start it all over again. How are we going to fill the earth? By more apples on trees or more orchards? By more very, very large families or lots and lots of reproducing families? How do we fill the earth? And so community is at the DNA, the very heart of God's plans and God's purposes. We have to move our thinking from produce. We have to produce programs. We have to produce things. We have to produce work. But if you start to get into God's DNA, you start to reproduce. And I want to tell you that's a lot more fun. How are we doing for time? I've got nine minutes. So let's talk about the purpose of community then. There's three stages of development that you'll find. The first stage is when a child is born, it's pretty dependent. Would you agree? It needs its parents for everything, to be told when to bath and how to feed and what to eat and how to drink. And so as, as a parent, you have to watch over that child. You tell it when to go to bed, the whole deal. And so we put an arrow like that where the leadership over that child is quite strong. It sets its boundaries. And so there's a place in the early stages of our development, to have boundaries and rules. They're good. They protect us. They help us. And then we move on through our stage. And this is the stage which we don't do very well. It's called the independent stage. Anyone ever had a child go through the independent stage? I have never had that. My children have been perfect all along. The independent stage is when they start to learn 
that uh, they have an opinion. They can think about things. And they start to question mom and dad. They start to push the boundaries. They, they start to feel like they want to prove something. They want to show mom, dad, the world out there that I have something unique and different and special. I am different from my parents. And this is a stage, if not worked or owned properly, there's one or two things that either pushes the independent out the nest too early or holds on to the independent in the nest too long. And in communities, this is a critical stage. Often, what happens in this stage is people get frustrated because they don't find the release button, and so they leave out onto their own. Anyone been there? But what happens to the independent stage is as you walk through that stage long enough, you bang your head enough times, you realize that actually doing stuff on your own isn't that much fun and not that productive. Think of any person who has brought anything major into the world. He's not done it on his own. He's had a community around them. So they get to a point where they say, you know, actually I seek and desire and need those around me. And then you move into the third stage of life, which is called the interdependent stage of life where now you feel like you have a voice, something to bring, but you have nothing to prove or to gain. Do you see these stages of life? And often you can find yourself in the interdependent stage of life, and then a situation will come, a hurt, a pain, something, a calamity, a sickness, a point of suffering, and it can push you back into the independent stage. And you say, no, I don't need community. I hate community. It's a It's a dangerous place for me to be. And you isolate yourself. Anyone been there? And you sit in your place isolated. And for a season, it fits what's going on inside. But then the time comes and you realize there's this desire again for community. It's been my journey, if I'm honest. There's been times where I've been in community and times when I've gone out to wrestle. And I think there is a season. There's certainly a lot of biblical precedent to go out and wrestle and then come back in. And that's certainly been my season over the last few years, wrestling with the heart of God and some of the issues. And Steve has been a great sounding board for the last six years. We've had coffee probably every month. We've spent some time discussing those things. So what is the plan and pattern of community? Well, our communities that we have need to have people in all three stages. We need to have a community where there are dependents. And do you see how you can't treat everyone in your community the same? If you treat a dependent the way you treat an interdependent, A, the dependent won't grow and the interdependent will leave. If you, treat the, if you allow the independent to set the tone, then neither of the other two will grow either. Do you see this? But a healthy community that we are part of has all of these three constantly coming through us. Because what is the plan of God? What is God's plan? Is to unite, to reproduce, to mature, and to release. And the idea that a community will be the same group of people for the rest of your life is absurd. Because what's the fruit of an apple tree? Orchards. What's the goal of a family? More families. But for the season that you're in your community... There's a time where we move from being the dependent to starting to question the things. But it's a safe place to question. 
where you're not labeled the heretic because one day you're not sure if God exists and then the next you do. Because we've all been there, right? Every Monday after church, I used to believe God didn't exist. And eventually you get to the place where you are interdependent. You have something to give. You are able to come around someone who is in the dependent stage and bring experience, life, and joy. And so we are embarking on a journey, um, loving the direction that Steve is just feeling for the church to go, where we're starting to relook at what is life-giving community like. Now, some of you may want to be or can be in multiple communities at the same time. That's true too. But the purpose of these communities, the purpose of family, is that we grow. And how many of us have this ache in our hearts to grow and to debate and discuss and become bigger and get to know God in a whole new real way? That's the DNA of creation. That's the DNA of mission. That's the DNA of God. That I would belong. That I'll be a part of a group of people that want mission. To see something changed. Group of people that understand that when I move from dependent to independent and back again, I haven't fallen off the bus, I just need extra love. To understand that there are times when I've got something to give and then there are times when I need to shut up and I need others to tell me that. We'll look at that next week about what does a biblical community look like in terms of its principles. The whole purpose is that we might become like Christ. I love this thing in Colossians where it says that all things are in him and he is in all things. And at the end of time, he will begin to restore all things. In this wonderful creative part that you play to re- bring the kingdom of heaven down to earth and bring restoration. Who wants to see restoration in the world that you live in? In the companies, in the businesses, in the families that you're around God's plan is that you be part of the restoration. And that can't happen in isolation. You can't change the world on your own. Look at the Avengers. They have to all get together. So the challenge this morning, with my one minute, 42 seconds, is this. Maybe it's time to reconnect with community again. Maybe it's time to reconnect with the God DNA that is inside of us. For those that are on the journey that you've been out in the wilderness, you're wrestling with God, that's fine. There's great precedent in the scriptures for that. There's been a time where you've been hurt and there's anger and there's pain and there's cynicism in there. I know, I've been there too. But on those quiet moments, there's also a call in your heart that says to return to community. Maybe today that call is coming to you and saying, is it time to reconnect with a God DNA community? Find a few friends around you and pursue them and form community. Maybe you've been stuck in a community that you feel is just full of dependence and you're frustrated. Well, then... Maybe today's the time to be the answer. Maybe it's the time to grab a new vision for your community. Maybe your plan was to see how many apples you could be on your tree 
Maybe today it's to start believing for orchards. Maybe today you want to see the glory of God grow in you in a renewed way. You haven't grown for a while. Things are a little stagnant. The goal of growing is this, that we start to share more of our lives with one another. And the more we share with one another, the more uncover of those uh, great boundaries that we put in place, the more people can speak into your life. And the more people speak into your life, the more the glory of God starts to grow within you. Because we're not created to be in isolation. We're created to be in community. May God bless you.